We begin the Gemara today at the top of Dav Chavdala, the first line. In the Mishnah, it brought details of how a, the, the Bezna would uh, interrogate the Edim. One of the things it said was, How high did it seem to be? Which direction was it uh, tilted towards? Okay, so what the Gemara actually begins with something that we had in the Mishnah. The Marsha says that this quote from the Mishnah doesn't belong right here. It belongs a little later because the Gemara is going to bring regarding another part of the interrogation, where was the moon in the sky when it was setting? When you saw it going down, where was it? Was it in Dodim's side? Was it in Safan's side? The south or the north? So the Gemara brings a contradiction <coughs> regarding this. Tanachade and one b'raise we learned, let's find out if the Adim say that they saw the moon on the, on the north side, Dvarav Kayam, his words are accepted. The Dreimah, if he says he saw it setting on the south side, Loyam Aklum, then his words are not accepted. There's another b'raise that we learned that says the exact opposite. If he says he saw the moon setting on south, then we accept what he's saying. And let's find out if he says he saw it setting on the north side, then Then what he says is worthless. So what's going on here? So the Gemara answers, it depends on the season of the year. If it's, the, if it's the summertime, so then the moon is on the north. And Kaam be Meisach Shomim. If it's the winter time, then the moon is in the south. As the Mepharshim say, that in the middle of the seasons of the year, in other words, the fall or the spring, when you have the, the uh, days and the nights, a sort of the equal, equal amount of time, equinox when you have in the fall and the, season, and fall and the uh, spring, so then the moon travels right in the center of the sky. But when it comes to the winter or the summer, so then it tilts, it, it, it goes on an angle. And then in the summer it's in the north, and in the, in the winter it's in the south. That's the pshat that it says in Rishayim, and it says in most Mepharshim. There's a long Rashi here, and in, in Rashi he says that the moon is always in the same place in the sky. It always sets in the same place. And when the Gemara talks about Dharam and Safim regarding the moon, it's only in, relevant to where the sun is. Because the sun is switching positions in the, in the, air, in the angle in the sky, how it, how it sets. So therefore, it's the difference regarding the moon is only in, in, in relevance to, to where it is in, in the sun. But not that there's actually a difference with the moon itself. But all the Mepharshim ask and Rashi that the facts show that that's not the case. The moon also changes its position in the sky, whether the, moon, the north or the south, between the winter and the summer. And as far as, I mean, I haven't seen a pshat for Rashi, what, what Rashi means when he says that the moon remains in the same place in the sky. So they see the moon in the morning? No. Remember, we learned. We learned. No, no, no. We learned this. This is Shkia time. Talking about Shkia time. Remember, we learned on the 30th day. If we're talking about the 30th day, I mean, if you're talking about the next morning, maybe. But the 30th day, the only time you can really see the moon is towards Shkia when it becomes dark enough that you can see the moon. Otherwise, it's too bright and the moon is too small. You can't see it. So here, it's talking about Shkia time. Not going to this point that was quoted in the Mishnah about the height. How high did the moon seem? So one eight says mardois that the moon seemed to be as high as two goats. This is this uh, pole that has this pointy tip that's used to, to poke the animals that are doing the work in the field. And I guess it had a certain standard size that everybody knew what this is. And so one eight comes and says it seemed to be the height of two of these goats. And Vechadayim, another eight said Gimel, that had a height of three of these goats. So even though they're not saying the same height, Edusan Kayemes. The Edus is still accepted because that, that mistake of that one, the difference between the height of one of them is something that a person's imagination can make this mistake. Echadayim, Gimel, one says it was the height of three, Vechadayim, one says it was the height of five. 
So someone here, it, what they're saying is, it is the discrepancy of here is too large. So then a Dusan Betela. There they can't be combined with one another, it's bottle. One of them did, did not see it right. Avul Mitzdarfin Leidus However, we can take one of them, we can combine him to a different Eidus, if there's another Eidus that's saying like him, and we can use it to be Mekadosh HaChadosh with them. Size or the height? The height, the height. Right. the height. I mean, obviously, it's much higher than this. But, when, in, you know, in the imagination of a person, when you look up and you see the Levana, so it, it seems to be that height. I mean, may, may, maybe at Saitan was even more this way when they didn't have such tall buildings. There was these very <coughs> small houses. They looked up, they see the moon. Eh, the moon looks like a few stories high. So, I'm interested. Love Dafka. I don't know. Love Dafka. This is not when you look up and then you see it up on top. It's it's lower down when it's setting. Yeah, exactly. We learned in Abraisa. If Aiden come and say, we saw a reflection of the moon in water. We saw a reflection on a lantern. We saw it, it was cloudy. We didn't see Mamish, the clear moon, we saw it cloudy. We can't, we can't accept our testimony this way. We saw half of the moon in water, half of it in clouds, half of a reflection in the lantern. They can't say this on this. Now, if they saw it all, they saw the entire reflection in water and so on. Amrit Loi, he said that they can't uh, say Edis this way. So if they only saw half of the reflection of it, needless to say that they can't say the Edis. So why does it say this? So therefore, this is how you read the second half of the Braise. They saw half of it in water, but half of it they did see the real Levana in the sky. They only saw half of it as a reflection. Half was covered with clouds, and the other half they saw in the sky, clearly. Half of it in the lantern, the other half they did see in the sky. Even then, nevertheless, they can't say Eidos, has to be 100% clear. There's a mimic by Kiddush Levana. Some people do not make Kiddush Levana until there's a full, clear Levana. Just like when you say Eidos, you should be able to see it clearly, like it says here in the Gemara. Come and say, we saw the Levana, but then we looked up again afterwards and Veshuvla Rinu. We didn't see it again. They can't say Eidos on this new moon. What does that mean? They have to constantly see it, not only the first time, but they have to see it until they come to Bezdin. I mean, how, how long do they have to see it for? So the Gemara explains, This is what this Braisa means. We were walking and by chance we happened to see the Levana. We weren't paying attention, looking to see, is there a new moon? We saw it by chance. And then, We wanted to look up again and pay attention to see, Oh, is this actually the new moon? Is this it? And then, Then when they tried to see it, paying attention, they did not see it again. So then, They can't say this on this new moon. My time, what's the reason? Because I would say, Maybe there was some round shape in the, of clouds that they saw. It wasn't really the moon. By chance, they happened to see this thing in the sky that looked like a moon. And then they looked up. It wasn't there again. So it's very possible that it's just the clouds that like, came together and made this shape. But it wasn't really the moon. The head of the Bezdin, after they accept the witnesses, so then the head of the Bezdin says, Makudish, that the new month is sanctified. <coughs> Whether the moon was seen in its time, whenever it says Bismanoi, it always refers. Huh? 
Uh, I missed something. Sorry, yes. And all the people. They all have to answer twice. That the new month, the new month is sanctified. Now, whether the new month and the new moon was seen in its time. Whenever it says in its time, it always means the 29th day. And that's, uh, no, no, not, not the 29th day, the 30th day that is. In other words, that the previous month is now going to be only 29 days. And on the 30th day, it's the new moon, new month. Whether it was not seen in its time, and now they're making the new month on the 31st day. The Bezdin has to be Mekadashit. In other words, the Bezdin has to say Mekudish. It's not going to become the, the first day of the next month automatically. If it was not seen in its time on the 30th day, and then there being, it, it, the new month is going to be the 31st day, so then the Bezdin does not have to be Mekadish the 31st day. The 31st day, that's already the new month from, from, from heaven. That's, you can't go past that. So that, that Bezdin doesn't have to be Mekadish that. Gemara, it said on the Mishnah, Reish Bez, the head of the Bezdin says, Mekudish, Menon and Mili, from where do we know this? Omer Abchiyah Baganda, Omer Abyeisi Ben Shol, Omer Rebbe, Omer Kro, the Pesach says, Vayedabe Moshe es Moya de Hashem. Moshe speaks to Moedim, the times for the Yom Tovim. So Mikan, Sheresh Bezdin, Oyme Mekudish, just like you see here in the Pesach, that Moshe speaks the times, so so too it refers also to every Reish Bezdin, that he has to establish the times and he has to say Mekudish. Everybody else responds and says twice Mekudish Mekudish. Minala, from where do we know this? Amar Rav Papis, Rav Papis said, Amakra, the Pasuk says, that you should recall this also, this, the Tikra Isam, the continuation of the Pasuk is, Tikra Isam, Maya De Hashem, that all the Yidin should call also Maya De Hashem. So, Kribei Atem, you read the Pasuk instead of Isam, which refers to these times, Atem, refers to you, to the Yidin, that the Yidin recall the Mekudish Mekudish. So you can read Elohim instead of Haim referring to the times, but Haim, the Yidin, Yomru, Moyadoi, Mekodesh, Mekodesh. Yidin should say regarding these times, Mekodesh, Mekodesh. So the Gemara, Trezimni Lomali. Why, when the Reish Bezdin sanctifies the new month, he says once, Mekodesh. And why does the Mishnah say when the Yidin respond Mekodesh, they respond twice? Because the Pasuk says, that you call, it uses the plural term, that you call it Kaidesh twice, so that's why they respond, Mekodesh, Mekodesh. That the only time Bezdin is Mekodesh a month, if it's on the 30th day, if it's on the 31st day, Bezdin does not have to be Mekodesh a new month. The Gemara brings now a few opinions about this, more than what it said in the Mishnah, and here there's actually an opposite opinion. So Tanya and Abraise, we learned, Flema Oimer, if the new month was seen in its time, so then you're not Mekadish the new month. If it was not seen in its time, then Only then is Bezdin being Mekadishit. In other words, if they saw the new moon in the right time, so we know, oh, this is the new month. They saw the moon here. So the Mekadishit, so Rashi says, it doesn't need any additional chizuk to show that this is the new month. They had the Edim, they saw the, new, they saw the new moon, but if they did not, and they're pushing it off already to the next day, so then it needs Chizuk to establish that this, that Bezdin is being Mekadosh the new month, and Dafke then is when they have to say, Mekudosh, the opposite of what it said in the Mishnah, Rabbi Lazar Bar Tzadik. Rabbi Lazar Bar Tzadik. Okay. <coughs> no, it's, it's, correct? Could be, okay, maybe. Because not, you, you can't have it every month. 
It's not, eventually the mailed is not going to work out. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. He says, it doesn't matter if it's a full month or if it's only 29 days. It comes to Rishchidosh, the Bezdin, does not have to be a new month. They listen to the witnesses and then it, that itself establishes the new month without them saying Mekodesh. Because by Yoivul it says that you have to sanctify the 50th year. So from this we learn out, the years, when it comes to the 50th year, that's something that Bezdin has to sanctify. But by months, Bezdin does not have to announce and sanctify the new month. The halacha is like Rabbi Lozer Bar Tzadik that said that Bezdin says only if it's on the 30th day, not on the 31st day, like we had in the Mishnah. With the what, the what, Ashatikru Aisam that we had before, that's all that's all been to get to the tw- the thirtieth day. Not always. I mean, we have that posse, but not always, only on the thirtieth day. Afanana We also learned this in Abraisa. We could prove this from Abraisa. Why? What does it say? It, what's of Bezdin, or maybe this is actually a Mishnah later. Bezdin and all the Yidin saw the Levana together. Everybody saw, it's clear. And then they interrogated the Edim. You have to still take Edim and interrogate them to see what they say about this new moon. And but They didn't get a chance to say Mekudosh until it was already night. So now it becomes Mo'uber. Mo'uber means there's an added day to the month and the, the Aleph is only going to be on the next day, on the 31st day. So the Gemara is Medayik. Why does it say Mo'uber? Mo'uber in... When it's, it's saying it, when you push it off to the next day, mu'ubr, that means that we add another day to, for tomorrow. But mekudosh loy, it doesn't say that, that it's going to become mekudosh tomorrow. It only says mu'ubr to tomorrow. So once we push it off a day, it's mashma on the 31st day, we're not going to say mekudosh. So the Gemara says, no, 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 this is not a diak at all. Mu'ubr itzrichalei, it's not telling you mekudosh for tomorrow. It's telling you the whole chiddush over here is... The very fact that you do push it off to the next day, that itself is a Chiddush. That's the whole thing that he's trying to say here. Because I would think to say, If the Bezdin and all the Yidin, the Levana was so clear and everybody saw the Levana on the 30th day, so this was already publicized for everybody, and therefore even though they didn't get a chance to say Mekudosh yet, they should not push it off to the next day. It should become automatically the, the first day of the new month on that day. That was the that Ibrua, that nevertheless we add a day. But you can't bring an Iray over here to Rabbi Lazar Barb Tzaddik's opinion. There were shapes of uh, the images of different uh, moons facing in different directions and different, different kinds of moons. Rabbi Gamliel had on this tablet on a wall in his attic. Shabahan, Mares, Adyaitis, he used them to show the simple people, Vaimer, and he would say to them, You had Adim that came, and they weren't, uh, you know, they weren't proficient in knowing this kind of moon, that kind of moon. They know what they saw, but they, you know, they needed a picture to be able to, or not, these Dumusim, to show them. So he would show them, Did you see like this shape? Did you see like this shape? And so on. Okay, so the Gemara gets in here into a lengthy discussion regarding making these shapes of the moon. Is it allowed? Are you allowed to make these kinds of shapes? 
Is this allowed? Are you allowed to make these shapes of the moon? But there's a Pasuk that says, Loisasun iti, that you're not allowed to make, the Pasuk here talks about this after Matan it talks about not making Avedizara, Loisasun iti, Lekezov, Lekezov, Lekezov. So we learn out from this, Loisasun kidumos shamoshai. You're not allowed to make any of these shapes that are the, with me, that are with the Eivishter, that are serving the Eivishter, like the, the shapes of the sun and the moon and so on. So how could Rabbi Gamliel have these kinds of shapes? Now this Pasuk here is not referring to things like the sun and the moon, because we don't really have the ability to accurately make a picture of the sun and the moon for what it actually is. We don't know the, the size and the real shape of it. We're making these pictures of our imagination. But what it actually is, we can't make their size. So that's something that's allowed. It's we're only referring to things that are iti, that are with the Eivish there, that we know their actual shape and size. Ketetani, as we learned in Abraise, loyasa odom based havnes heichel. A person should not build a house that's the exact shape and size of the heichel and the base of Mikdash. Or nachsadre tavnes ulam. Or nachsadre, which is an area that has three walls and an opening on the fourth side, that should be like the ulam of the base of Mikdash. Chatzer keneged azara, or to make a courtyard in the same size of the azara, the base of Mikdash. Shulchan keneged shulchan, a table like the, the, like the shulchan of the base of Mikdash. Menaira keneged menaira, a menaira like the menaira of the base of Mikdash. So these are things that we know the size and the shape, that's something that's not allowed. Now regarding the menaira, this Braise says, Avil You can make a menaira with five branches, six or eight branches, but not seven. V'shal shivilayasa, not seven. And the Gebraise continues and says, that's a filashal shar mine matchis, even if you're making it from not, we're not only talking about gold, which is the material that they had in the base of Mikdash, but even from different kinds of metals is also not allowed. And the reason is because Rashi here brings that a metal menaira is kosher to be used for the Aved in the base of Mikdash, to light the menaira there. Rashi brings the drasha from the Pasuk, a klal, a prat, a klal, that, that even a metal menaira could be used in the base of Mikdash. And so therefore you're not allowed to make a metal menaira with... Um, with uh, seven branches. Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda, Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda says, Afshal eights, even a wooden menorah is also not, uh, not allowed. Lo And he's at, Kederach she'osu malche beis chashmenoi. And this is what the chashmenoi made when they came into the base of Mikdash. So Rashi here brings that this Rabbi Yaisi by Yehuda is, is following his opinion that he says there in the Gemara Menachis, that in the base of Mikdash, you can even make a wooden menorah and it's accepted for the mitzvah. The only kind of menorah, according to Rabbi Yesi Bayudi, you can't make in the base of Mikdash is a menorah of cheres, of earthenware. But because it, it's, it's kosher, it could be used even from uh, eights in the base of Mikdash, you're not allowed to make a menorah of seven branches made from wood. Now, he brought a raya from the Chashmenoim. So, but this, Amrulai, the Chachamim said to him, Misham raya? You're bringing a raya from the Chashmenoim? They didn't make it from wood. Shpudn shal barzel hoyu. They made it from these uh, metal, from Shpudn, which is. Uh, from what? Spits. Spits that were made from metal. And then the chippum bebats, they uh, covered it, they, they plated it with tin. And then heshidu, and they got richer, asum shal kesef, they made it of silver. And then chazru veshidu, they got even richer, asum shal zav, eventually they did make it of gold. But they didn't make it of wood. So they said to him that the raya that he brought from the chashminoim is not a good raya because it was made from metal, even in the beginning. Taisus here adds, that this that it says that you're not allowed to make it from wood or from metal or from all of these materials, that's even if it doesn't have all these special shapes that the Menorah and the Beis HaMikdash had, which is the Gviim and the Prochim, the, the, the cups and the flowers, because Bidiyeved, 
even without those shapes, it's also kosher for the mitzvah. So therefore you're making a menorah of seven branches like the mitzvah, it's not going to be made that way. So what do we see over here? That the iser of making it, the shamashim that are like by, by the Eibishter, iti, those that are near the Eibishter, does not refer to things that we don't know their real shape and size. It only refers to the Beis Mikdash, which is where the Eibishter's shechina is, where the shechina is. So over there, that's, uh, that's what you're not allowed to make. You know their shape and size. So therefore, to make the shape of the moon and so on is allowed. But now those shamashan, those servants of Hashem, that we can't make their exact shape and size, Mishari, that is allowed to make their, uh, we, are, we could make their image. But Vatanya, we learned in the Braise, Leisasun Iti. So here this Braise says, don't make, what's with me? Leisasun Kidmus Shamoshai. Don't make the image of those that serve me. I'm Shamshim Lofanei Bamarim. That serve me in heaven. So you see over here that it doesn't refer just to the base of Mikdash that we know their shape and size. It refers to the Malachim and those things that are Meshamish Lofanei Bamarim. So that should include also the moon and the sun and so on. Abayas, Abayas says, no. What the Teireh here is saying is not allowed is when you're making the shape of the Merkava. There are the four faces of the Merkava. And if you make the shape of these four faces, Rashi brings the Chayas, HaKadosh and so on. And you make them together, these four faces, that's what's not allowed. But otherwise, it is allowed. You can make any other shapes of the Shamashim Lamayla. If you know, if, <laughs> if a person makes, okay. Is that true? Other than, other than these shamashim of the four faces, everything else is allowed. But if so, to make the image of the face of a human being, tishtiri, should be allowed. Why did we learn in Abraise? It says, Any images of faces you can make, but the face of a person you're not allowed to make. And the reason is, uh, why are you not allowed to make the, uh, the, the, the image of a face of a person? Because as we'll see in the Gemara, that, that's the, the image of a face of a person is similar to the image of Hashem. Right? A person is created in the image of Hashem. But the point is, the Gemara is proving from here that it's not just these four shamashim that we said from the Merkava, when you make them together, then it's not allowed. We see that even the parts of a person is also not allowed. So if so, the moon and the sun should also not be allowed. So the Gemara answers no. Regarding the image of a person, that's a special thing that's not allowed. From the drasha, from the shir of Abaye, I, I heard the explanation. It means The Abish says, don't make the image of myself. And because a human being is created in the image of Hashem, so therefore there's a special iser for a human being. But for the other images of the sun and the moon, that, that's not included. But the Gemara continues and asks, The other servants of Hashem, are, are they allowed to make their image? Don't, do not make an image of any of those that serve me in heaven. So this Braise gives a bunch of examples, different kinds of levels of Malachim. So it's not only the four parts that we mentioned before, and not only the image of a human being, it mentions other things as well. So we should understand from this that it includes the moon and the sun as well. So the Gemara says, The only thing the Torah says is not allowed are those servants that serve the Ebishter in Madara Elyon. Rashi says this refers to the Rekiah Shvi. In the seventh heaven over there, the Malachim in that Rekiah, that's what's not allowed. 
But over here we're talking about the sun and the moon. They're in a much lower place and they are shining to us over here in this world below. That's allowed. And those images of the Evishes Shamashim that are in the lower heavens, in the last heaven where the sun and the moon is, that is allowed. And when it says in the Pasuk that you should not make, the, the beginning of that Pasuk is, you should not make a pestle of what exists by Shamayim. So, this adds and comes to say, including the sun, the moon, and the stars. And then when it says, you shouldn't make an image of Malachi Yasharis. So we see that this does include even the moon and the sun and so on. So the Gemara answers, no, 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 that price is not talking about making the images. Kitanya hi lo of them. That price is talking about that do not make them for the purpose to serve them. Not talking about making their images. That's what that price is saying. If it's speaking about serving them for Avedizara, why are we talking only about the moon and the sun and so on? So that should be anything, even a little worm, anything that exists you shouldn't serve as Avedizara. So the Gemara answers, Anachanami. That's yeah, that's also true. And the pasuk that continues and says this, the Tanya, because in another brayse it says, Asher ba'aretz. It continues there to say also, do not make images of what's ba'aretz. What does this mean? Larabais harim, gvois, yamim, nahares, afikim, geyoyis. You should not make avodizara uh, from mountains, hills, seas, uh, rivers, or streams, or valleys. And then mitochas larabais shulshul cotton even to serve something like a little worm. So therefore, we can say that this, this is all referring to serving it as an Avedizara. It's not referring to making an image here. So, so far the Gemara is trying to say that making the image of the, su- the sun and the moon would be allowed. But the Gemara now finally brings a Mishari, and to make the image of the sun and the moon, is that allowed? We have an Abraise that says, Do not make an image of those servants that are serving me. Sorry, like the sun, the moon, and the stars. So here it clearly says that it's not just about serving them, but you're not allowed to make the image of these things. So the question after all of this, the question comes back on Rabbi Gamliel, how did he make the image of the moon to be used for the Eden by Kiddush HaChadish? So here the Gemara says, Shani Rabbi Gamliel, the case of Rabbi Gamliel is different, He did not make this for himself, others made the shapes for him. You're not allowed to make it for yourself, but if uh, a guy is the one that makes it for you, so then you're, you're allowed to have a guy make the shapes for you. Okay, so this is an interesting thing. Taisus here points out, even though usually there is a concept of Amir al-Nakhri, that you're not allowed to have a guy do an Isra for you, but um, over here, regarding this case, it is allowed. Okay, so that's what happened. Rabbi Gamil did not make them himself. Now, if you have someone else make it for you, is that allowed? But there's this following story here. What Rav Yehuda, there was a story with Rav Yehuda, others made for him an image, of something that wasn't allowed, and Vamalei Shmuel and Rav Yehuda, the Shmuel says to Rav Yehuda, Shinine, sharp one, that was the, the expression that he used to refer to Rav Yehuda, Sami Eine Didein, erase, take away the one eye of... Uh, he had a signet. Huh? It was in a signet, right. It was in a signet that he made him this image, and he said, take out one eye, so it shouldn't be a full shape of this image. So you see that even if someone else makes it for you, it's also not allowed. So here the Gemara brings another major distinction here. When you're making an image, the only time these images are not allowed is if it's protruded. Then there's a problem with it. 
but umishum chashada, and it's because it, it's it, it, there's a suspicion. If you have you have make some kind of a sculpture or an image that's protruding, it looks like an avodah That's not allowed. Kedetanya, as we learned in Abraisa, tabas. If you have a ring that has a signet in it, chisamai boilet. So if that signet is protruding, asala nicha, you're not allowed to wear it. But you can use it to actually create a signature with it because when you use this signature, it, it indents it. It doesn't, it, it doesn't leave a protrusion. But if you have the opposite, if the signet has the, the image that it's, it's, it's um, sunk in, it's, it's not protruding, then you're allowed to wear it, but you're not allowed to sign with it. So what do you see over here? That when, when is there an Isser? The Isser of using this uh, signet or any time you make these images, it's only if it's protruded. But if it's, if it's not protruding, so then it's not allowed? But it's not a signet. You cannot, huh? you cannot use it as a signet if it's not protruding. Correct, because then it makes then the it, signature yeah. to be protruded. Right. Correct. The Gemara says, now, what, so what comes out from here? That if it is a sculpture or something that's protruding, it's not allowed. In fact, the Gemara, Omi Chayshinon L'Chashadeh, is this something that we're concerned about? That if it's something that's protruding, you're not allowed to have this because it looks like you have a, something that's being used for Avedizara. But he bake nishte. There was this shul, the Chef Vyosef. It was called Chef Vyosef. Either it was a name of the place, Rashi says, or Chef Vyosef means that it got destroyed and then they built it up again. But Nerda was in the city Nerda. The Havebe Andarta. They had in it an image of the king. They had to put there this image for the, for the, of the king there. In the shul, and the father of Shmuel and Levi, they all dive in there. And they were not concerned that it looks like they have an Avedizad in the Shul. So the Gemara answers, Rabim Shani. When it's many that are coming there and everybody sees what it's for, that they had to put it there for the honor of the king, but it's a shul and they're davening and they're not serving it as an Avedizad, there's no suspicion for this. Uh, individual, there is a suspicion. So now the Gemara comes back to Rabbi Gamliel. Rabbi Gamliel, but now with Rabbi Gamliel, Yachidu, Rabbi Gamliel was an individual. So if he's an individual for himself and he made these shapes of the moon, shouldn't it be a chashad? It's not a rabbim. Huh? Oh, so Teisvis, so Teisvis over here says, even though it seems from the Gemara before, that in the case of Rabbi Gamliel, the images that he made were not protruding. And that's why it's not a problem. But Teisvis over here is Mechadish, that from this question of the Gemara you see that this cloud, the Gemara says, that only things that are protruding is an issue, is not for everything. It's for certain things, for, for that uh, only when it's protruded, it looks like Avedizara. But when it comes to things like the moon and the sun, in the sky, they don't look like they're protruding. They look like they're sunk into the sky. So for these images, even if they're not protruding, it's not allowed. That's Tesis' opinion. There's other Rishayim though that disagree. I don't think we pass them like Tesis the Rosh and other Rishayim say all these images the Gemara is talking about is only an issue if it's protruding. If it's not protruding, it's not an issue. And according to them, when the Gemara here asks on Rav Gamliel, apparently Rav Gamliel did make these images protruding and therefore the Gemara is asking, there's a chashad because he made it for himself and by a yachid there is a chashad. So the Gemara answers, a few answers here. One answer is, because Rabbi Gamliel was a leader, so he was always many people coming in and out, and therefore there was no chashad that he was using it for Avedizara. Another answer, the Prakim 
it was these images that he made was made up of parts and he would put it together, but it wasn't one piece. And therefore, for this, there's no chshad that it's used for Avedizare. Third answer is, Le'islamid, Ovid, he made it in order to learn from it, to be able to know, to teach, to show people what the new moon is like. And therefore, for this, it's allowed. Uksiv, Le'islamad, Lasais. You're not allowed to make this new thing. You shouldn't get used to making these images because they could be used for Avedizare. Avalatolamid, Lahavin, Lahaitis. But if you're making these images to learn and to teach Taita to understand over here for the new moon, that is allowed.